Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there, so grateful, so grateful for this life experience that we're having. Life is so precious. I used to hate life, literally, I hate this life, I used to say. And now I can honestly say, I love it. It's an amazing adventure. And I love it even when I don't like it so much. I still love it. I still feel grateful grateful for this precious gift of learning because I'm a learner and uh, one of the things I say every day is oh there I go learning again I'm learning again and uh, makes it lighthearted. well I have a lot to share today and I'm excited I'm Jennifer Hadley and I'm excited about life <laughs> let's begin with a prayer as we always do So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with me. So deeply grateful, so thankful that love is all that there is. Love is all that we are. It's our true nature. It's our true identity. So grateful and so thankful to consciously set aside all belief in lack and limitation, all sense of regret and resentment. Letting go of all fear, giving it to the higher Holy Spirit Self and partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit Self to remember and recognize our true nature is perfect wholeness, perfect peace, true wisdom, dynamic love. We are the purity of love. I am the purity of love. We are grateful and thankful to claim an awareness of our true identity to stand in that awareness and to see the truth and nothing but the truth. We are grateful and thankful to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us to decide for us. We are grateful and thankful to place our trust and faith in love. And we are releasing any and all deception, self-deception about what love is. We're opening our hearts and minds to be compassionate listeners, empathetic listeners. So grateful, so thankful to allow ourselves to have this healing and to have it right now. We don't have to wait. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. Oh my goodness. So first, I have a big announcement to make, and I'm excited about it. We are doing the next Living A Course in Miracles class 
Yes, we're doing a fall class. We didn't. We had a different topic last fall at the Power of Love Ministry. So I'm excited to uh, share that we are doing Living a Course in Miracles again, and it's a beautiful class series. We've got 11 classes similar to what we had in the summertime. We've got five teachers. So joining me are some teachers. I've done classes with all of them before and I love each one of these beautiful people. We have Colin Tipping, the author of Radical Forgiveness and we have Alan Cohen, A Course in Miracles Made Easy, and many other books. Of course, Colin's written many books, too. And David Fishman, the uh, host and leader of ACIM Gather, a beautiful teacher and writer as well. And uh, we have the fabulous, ever-present James Twyman, Jimmy Twyman. And... Uh, They are all beautiful teachers. We've got a beautiful series lined up for you. And I love the topic that Spirit gave for this series, which is Time to Rise and Shine. Taking Spiritual Action. Time to Rise and Shine. Taking Spiritual Action. And Course Miracle students know that for us, taking spiritual action is an inside job. That we're taking action by purifying our heart and mind of all misperceptions and false beliefs. And that allows us to be a loving, dynamic, healing, truly helpful presence in this world. And so we're grateful to offer this series of classes. And uh, with the election and people experiencing uh the floods and the hurricanes and the terrorism and uh, many, many challenges in this world right now. Being able to rise and shine is what we're, we're being called to. We're, we're being called to that. And in uh, the course, uh, Spirit says, or Jesus says, uh, that um, many are called. Well, actually, in A Course in Miracles, what Jesus says is that uh, many are called, but few are chosen, should be. All are called, but few choose to listen. All are called. Not just a few. All are chosen. Not just a few. But will we choose to listen? Will we choose to answer the call? Many of us are reluctant to answer the call. Many of us are reluctant to listen. Why? Because we feel unworthy. But we're not unworthy. We are the living, loving presence of God, how could we possibly be unworthy of being ourselves? doesn't even make sense. But to the ego, it makes sense. So we are shifting this identification from ego identification to spirit identification. And one of the ways that we can develop a skill that helps us is... Compassionate listening or empathetic listening. But we have to understand what that really means in A Course in Miracles terms. Course in Miracles doesn't have much to say about compassion. Uh, For me, compassion is loving understanding without empathy as we have come to know it. So uh, most people, when they think of empathy, they think of, I feel your feelings. I feel you. I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel your pain. Well, no one is benefited when more people feel their pain. Then we have more people feeling pain. What's That's not helpful. <laughs> that's not even remotely helpful. And this was something that I I had to learn as uh, when I started counseling people. 
is I discovered that I'm an empath. So I naturally, intuitively can feel other people's pain very easily. And I realized through my experience as a new counselor, that as a new spiritual counselor when I first started out, that I was using my intuition to feel other people's pain in order to discover what was going on with them in order to understand how to support them. And so I was really, I was using my intuition guided by my intellect. So I was using my intuitive ability to empathize with other people and feel what they were feeling but the intellect was doing the work, not spirit. So when I realized what I was doing and that it was not at all necessary for me to feel other people's pain in order to understand it, that I could just be that open vessel and say, Spirit, you guide me, you decide for me what to say, what to ask, when to say something and when not to say something. You guide me. You decide for me. Who am I asking when I'm asking Spirit to do that? I'm really asking what I call the higher Holy Spirit self, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the I Am Presence, which is the Guardian Angel. They're all words, white fire being, they're all words for the same thing. It's our direct connection to the one mind. So, That I am presence, that Holy Spirit, whatever you wish to call it, will always guide us. It's always, as I say, live streaming all the time. Divine wisdom, pure insight, clear guidance, the most loving, highest and best choices are always available to us all the time, 24-7. And it's just Do we choose to listen? All are called. Let us choose to listen. We are one with him who is our source. Let not my mind deny the thought of God today. I only think the thoughts I think with God Mm. So, this is our divine impetus in this world, in our experience. And so, empathy, traditionally, we think of empathy, it's meaning to feel your pain. Now, here's what Jesus has to say in chapter 16, right at the, the first section. True empathy is the name of it. And uh, chapter 16 is entitled, The Forgiveness of Illusions. And it says, To empathize does not mean to join in suffering, for that is what you must refuse to understand. So, refusing to join in suffering. Empathy is not joining in suffering. That is the ego's interpretation of empathy and is always used to form a special relationship in which the suffering is shared. So when we're in that empathy of, I feel your pain, I feel you, we're in that place of energizing a special relationship. Now, think about it. If if we're... In this relationship with Jesus, remember he's there with us all the time. This is what he tells us in A Course in Miracles. He's always there for us all the time. He will never leave us. Amazing. We, we can't even understand that from a human perspective. We can only understand it from a transcending time and space, eternal, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniactive sensibility. So... We just have to take it on faith that He is there with us all the time, always available to help us 24-7. And not to help us achieve 
the goals of the ego, but to achieve our goals, which are the goals of spirit, because we are spirit, we are not the ego. So, he is inviting us to have empathy with the Holy Spirit. And I did a radio show on this one time. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. But, (laughs) um, Our way is to empathize with the Holy Spirit so that instead of feeling other people's pain, we're feeling the inspiration, the guidance, the pure perfection of spirit. It says here, the capacity to empathize is very useful to the Holy Spirit provided you let the Holy Spirit use it His way. The Holy Spirit's way is very different. The Holy Spirit does not understand suffering and would have you teach it is not understandable. Holy Spirit does not understand suffering and would have you teach it is not understandable. So the very idea that teaching to empathize with people and their pain, it's not even understandable to the Holy Spirit. Because it says, He does not join in pain, understanding that healing pain is not accomplished by delusional attempts to enter into it and lighten it by sharing the delusion. So pain is a delusion, and so we don't lighten people's pain by sharing it. We just increase it. So this is why I teach, uh, the way I teach it is that empathy, sympathy is looking down on someone having pity for them. Empathy, the way the ego understands it, is joining with people in their pain, and that's not helpful. Compassion is having loving understanding. So we're understanding, and we have love, love is the healer. So this is what Jesus is inviting us to do, to empathize with the Holy Spirit. And from that place, we can have compassion. We can have loving understanding without identification. It says, the clearest proof that empathy as the ego uses it is destructive lies in the fact that it is applied only to certain types of problems and in certain people. So that's the thing, is the ego is selective with who it has compassion for and empathy for. But if we think of being uh, in empathy with the Holy Spirit, then we're going to be in empathy all the time for everyone, everywhere, in all situations, in all circumstances. And this will be empathizing with strength, with wisdom, with purity, with beauty, with truth, with love, with harmony, with clarity. That's what we can empathize with and be a powerful, compassionate listener. So, being able to be that loving space without moving into the ego's idea of empathy. So we're we're joining with our brothers and sisters, joining with the Holy Spirit, but not joining in the delusions of lack, attack, limitation, and separation, which are the causes of the suffering. So this is a deep spiritual practice, and it's something we all inherently know how to do. So we could think about we're learning how to do this and we're developing this skill, but actually it is innate in us. Because our mind is the one mind. If the Holy Spirit knows how to do it, so do we. We have forgotten and we can remember. So I I like to think of it that way, that we're developing a skill in the sense of we're reclaiming that skill. And you could look at it much the same way that, let's say you once knew how to ride a bike, and you haven't ridden a bike in 50 years, you can relearn that skill. 
You know, when I was a teenager, I used to ride my bike around my neighborhood, and I I could easily ride down the street easily without my hands on the wheel, hands-free. And I could steer the bike and take corners and do all kinds of things. Would I jump on a bike now? I, I don't get on bikes very often anymore. Would I start riding without my hands immediately? Not immediately. Would I start taking corners? Not immediately. But I could reclaim that skill. So we have all these spiritual skills. These are the the uh, everything being added unto us. So seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. It's all the remembrance of all the gifts and talents that are the gifts of God that are ours today. They are ours the day that we claim it, the moment we claim it. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. I'm in Virginia. I'm on my way to North Carolina. We've got our Forgive and Be Free retreat this weekend. Gosh, and I just feel like it's perfect timing for us to do this retreat this weekend. We we have a beautiful small group. It's going to be really lovely and intimate, absolutely gorgeous, in the Blue Ridge Mountains at a beautiful retreat center, Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. And oh, the views are spectacular. The air is spectacular. I love their food. They have an Ayurvedic spa. Yummity, yum, yum, yum. So if you're interested in joining us, of Course of Miracles tells us forgiveness is our function. So we are going to truly have a healing this weekend. I can feel it coming. We are going to really, as I say, throw it down. Throw down the gauntlet and go for it. So if you're ready to roll up your spiritual sleeves and jump in at the last minute, you can do that. And we could even help you probably with a payment plan. So uh, all the details are on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. We're also going to be doing a retreat there at the end of the year, beginning of the new year, New Year's Reboot. So you can check that out as well. Okie dokie. So, compassionate listening. I... I'd like to give you some examples of my own life, of how I have been learning to um, experience this firsthand, this compassionate listening. So I've talked about many times that I used to be so intensely critical, judgmental, all as ways of being defensive because I felt so insecure, so unworthy of love, so bad and wrong. By my very nature, I felt it. Uh, I really believed that my nature was wrong, just wrong, uncorrectable, unfixable, damaged goods. And I didn't know how or why I got there, but I just, I used to believe it so strongly. And it affected everything in my life. So I was extremely defensive and attacking and critical and judgmental. Because I didn't want anybody to get too close to me. And see what a hot mess I was. So I was not listening people. I was listening for clues of how I could attack them, how I could judge them, how I could distance myself from them. From them. And I just spent uh, a week in my brother's home with my nephew and my brother and sister-in-law and I had a lot of flashbacks of how I used to relate to them uh, because and for instance, I'll give you this. I, I remember years ago, maybe 20-some years ago, I was talking with my brother, and uh, he and his wife had just bought a used car. They didn't have much money, and they had a young child. and um, So they bought a used car. And I asked if the car had airbags. And my brother said, no, it doesn't have airbags. And I was critical of him. I said, oh, gosh, why didn't you get a car with airbags? 
Of course my brother got angry with me. Why did he get angry with me? Because I was really attacking his judgment. Here he is, he's trying to do the very best he can for his family. They they didn't have the money to get the car with the airbags. And it's not that he doesn't care. I, I, I grew up in a car without airbags. And so I was just looking to find fault with him. And he felt it. He felt the attack. And he got really, really angry with me. I can certainly understand why. I was intentionally finding fault with him. That's not compassionate listening. He didn't ask me what I thought. Why am I telling him what I think when he didn't even ask me? I can tell you that I have had innumerable conversations with parents who have experienced anger from their children because their parents are giving them advice about things no one asked them about. Uh, So many times I have talked with so many parents and grandparents many, many grandparents that are uh, telling their children, oh, especially spiritual grandparents, of course, those are the ones I talk to, and they're telling their children, giving them advice about vaccines and about organic food and about sugar and nutrition and on and on and on, giving their children advice about how to raise the grandchildren. And the, the children get really annoyed and pissed off and angry and hurt and resentful. And then the parents seem to say, I I don't understand why they're so mad at me. Well, every single one of those comments, you're making the assumption that they don't know what they're doing and that they are in need of your help. Well, it does take a village to raise any human being, any child, I would say it takes a village to raise a minister. I, I have a village. <laughs> I depend on a large village every day to get through all the things that I'm doing, believe me. But it, it takes a village to raise anyone. And uh, it, when people are just coming along and saying, you know, you didn't do this right, you didn't do that right, you didn't do this right, you didn't do that right, it becomes wearisome, very, very wearisome. And it's painful. I'm painful. It's painful. Yeah. And that, I I just said, I'm painful. Because I'm relating to this experience of being so critical as the idea of trying to be helpful. And it, it feels painful for everyone involved. That's not compassionate listening. Because one of the things that it takes a lot of spiritual people a long time to learn is that if people are not asking for our advice, they don't want it. They don't want it. And if people are giving advice to people who don't want it, it's disrespectful. It's condescending. It's judgmental. You need my advice because without it, you don't know how to live your life well. You're, you're making mistakes without my advice. It's disrespectful. It's not necessary. The other thing is, from a Course of Miracles perspective, it's really making everything real. So... This is the thing that helps us so much in terms of uh, the healing of our mind is to really think about it in terms of every day, in every way, empathizing with the Holy Spirit, empathizing with Jesus, empathizing with the knower who knows instead of the ego. And it says, Yet of this you may be sure, if you will merely sit quietly by and let the Holy Spirit relate through you, 
you will empathize with strength and will gain in strength and not in weakness. So what does the strength come from? It comes from being loving. It comes from being patient. It comes from being kind. That's the only kind of strength that Jesus talks about. So we can do that in all of our relationships. We can identify with the higher Holy Spirit self and sit quietly by and let the Holy Spirit relate through us. So I understand there are times when you might think, oh gosh, I, I, I'm so upset if my children feed that food to my grandchildren. I think it's bad. I think it's wrong. What's upsetting you is your thoughts, not the food. Because truly, truly, spirit can transcend the form it always does, but not if we're making it real. So this is where we the rubber meets the road in our spiritual practice. I remember having a conversation years ago with uh, someone who uh, was really into organic food and eating vegan and things like that, super, super into it, super identified with that whole culture and everything. And they said, you know, Jennifer, I went to uh, this event and um, uh, they were serving apples there and My friends were eating the apples, and the apples were not organic, and I got so upset and so angry. It really was a trigger for me, and I realized, okay, I have something I can heal here. Because, I mean, I grew up, they didn't have organic apples. We didn't even know about organic apples. But if we make everything real then we've lost perspective. And this is where our spiritual practice really starts. It starts with these mundane things. And being able to be the compassionate listener, the empathizing with the Holy Spirit listener, this is what we can do. And it changes everything. So, a lot more to share about this. It's time for us to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. You have a coach in your corner, a life coach that is. Like a coach in sports, a life coach can help you set clear goals and develop the confidence and tools you need to achieve them. Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesdays at 3 p.m. for Vibrant Living on Unity Online Radio. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to help make your life more focused, more meaningful, and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy, and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how 
each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. We're talking about compassionate listening. And uh, Jeff, my engineer, and I were just talking about the election and who we're going to vote for. I'm going to vote for God this year for a change. I voted for the devil a lot in the past, so I'm going to vote for God this year. Just kidding. Just kidding. Honestly, I'm, I, 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 uh, I feel am- I'm amazed at how completely peaceful I feel about this election. And uh, I'm really grateful for that. I am really grateful for that. I know that everything works together for good, so there's nothing to fear. And uh, I'm I'm looking to make the most loving choice and to vote for the candidate that uh, appears to be the most loving. And uh, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I'm not sure... Sometimes I, I wish I could get one of those bumper stickers and put it on my car that says, somebody else for president. Yeah, so those are just my my uh, my feelings about it. And uh, it's, it's an intense time, and it's a great opportunity to practice. Practice, practice, practice. And compassionate listening is related to this. So we had a conversation in uh, Master for Living class, and someone was talking about um, how to have conversations with people who have different political views, and uh, also how to have conversations with people who are really angry and upset, as many people are, about this election and how it's going and the things that are unfolding and being revealed uh and uh you know what's it all for it's to get us to think about these things life is not happening to us there's a one mind here and so the unhealed bits are coming up they're in our face for healing part of my spiritual practice is when things are coming up for healing i go yes I am grateful for the things that are coming up for healing. I am grateful that I can heal and change my mind about these things. I am grateful that I do not have to be passive, that life is not happening to me, that my life is the life of God, my heart is the heart of God, my mind is the mind of God, my very hand is the hand of God. I am grateful and thankful to work for God Incorporated in every moment, in every choice, in every decision. I am willing to be the peace of God and to be it joyfully and to know true joy is the impetus for my life. So every time there's a trigger, I can affirm the truth that sets me free and heal, heal, heal. And that is a practice that has truly worked for me. And so in talking with someone who is uh, really triggered, really upset, whether you agree with their politics or not, first of all, remember, if I defend myself, I am attacked. So <clears throat> we don't need to defend ourselves, our positions, our point of view. That's really useless, defending it. Really, it's just, it's a fool's errand. It's an ego's errand to defend our position or anything like that. Uh, I had a conversation with my sister-in-law the other day, and uh, I, I was saying that while I might have a preference for one candidate over the other, I have no fear, regardless of who wins, 
because I know everything works together for good. I still have a preference, but I have no fear. And um, she was saying that she was not going to fear the outcome of the election. And I was saying, yeah, me neither. I have no fear about the outcome because I have faith in God. And it's up to us to look for the most loving choice that we can find. That's, uh, that's up to us. And the Holy Spirit works through everyone and everything. And I have, over the years, had Course in Miracles students who looked at the election and said that the opposite results were what one student you know, wants Obama, the other one doesn't want Obama, and each one thinking that if they don't get what they want, it's a travesty. So, it's all perception. Only love is real. Looking for the loving choice. That's, that's my path. So in talking with people who are upset and bothered about this, to be able to say, with, with, with compassion... And uh, to, first of all, do exactly what Jesus is telling us here. Sit quietly, quietly by, and let the Holy Spirit relate through you. Then we empathize with strength, and we'll gain in strength and not in weakness. So then we can actually be helpful. So that's the thing is, if you're having a conversation, a difficult conversation with someone you love, or maybe even someone you don't love, about the election, stop in the middle of the difficulty. Don't continue. Take a pause. Wait quietly by and let the Holy Spirit relate through you. Allow yourself to be guided by the Holy Spirit. This is our living spiritual practice. This is what walking the talk and living the love actually means. It's That's what being really, truly empathetic is. It's empathizing with the Holy Spirit and being moved by the Holy Spirit. Being that that in that symbiotic relationship, we could say, in that communed relationship with the Spirit, so we can do our higher will rather than the ego's will. And so this takes practice. It definitely takes practice. We can learn it very quickly, but it does take practice because it takes willingness, because it's a different way of being in the world. It's a different way of listening. So we stop listening to the ego and we start listening to the Holy Spirit. And right now there's so much opportunity to practice with this election. Let's not miss the opportunity. So... We can have a conversation with somebody who is uh, really got a different perspective than we have, has different values than we have, has a desire for a distant, different outcome than we do, and have loving understanding for that. And to, to be able to talk with them like this, to, it's always helpful whether the conversation is about anything. You could be arguing about what to eat for breakfast. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you're having a difficult conversation about, to be able to say back to the person what you're hearing them say, but to say it with gentleness and kindness, with compassion, allowing the Holy Spirit to be the speaker. So not saying back to them, for instance, saying, so what I hear you say is you want this candidate because you're, what's important to you is, and then being divisive and sarcastic. That That's not what I'm talking about. But but to be able to say, okay, so this, this candidate or this breakfast food or this... Um, Meal choice, what, whatever it might be, because a lot of people in relationship fight about food, <laughs> what to eat, where to eat, these kinds of things. To be able to say, okay, so what I'm understanding is this is what you're you're thinking about these things, and this is what you're feeling about these things, or it seems like this is what you're feeling about these things. It seems like this is what you're thinking. Is that is that correct? 
So just really to honestly just check in. Am I hearing you correctly? Is that what you mean? But if we have any judgment in our thought, the person will know it. The person will know it. We have one mind. Of course they're going to know it. And if they know they're being judged, they, they don't feel the love. And then why are you even talking? Why even have a conversation? Wait until you can be in your loving heart. That's one of the things I've learned to do is just not even engage. If I'm in judgment, okay, uh, I'm in judgment right now. I think I need to clear my heart and mind about this. And uh, let's talk about it later. Or, okay, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm feeling judgmental right now. It's not the best time for me to have a conversation. I'd rather do this later out of respect for you because you don't deserve my judgment. I love you too much. You don't deserve my judgment. Um, and just be honest about it. See, this is the, the great thing about having compassionate listening and clear communication is being honest. And what does being honest mean? Well, in the Manual for Teachers, the Teachers of God, the characteristics, honesty is one of the characteristics. It's the, the second one. And what does it really mean? It means being consistent, consistently loving. If we say we're interested in waking up and being a truly helpful, loving presence in this world, then let's be consistent with that. Let's be honest with that and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. This is one of the things that I see in my own life, that the more I let the Holy Spirit lead me, guide me, speak through me, do the heavy lifting, I don't have to figure out how to do anything. I'm guided all the time. I can't, you know, I travel so much, so I'm encountering weird and different things all the time. And like, for instance, I, I just, I have experiences like this where I think I've screwed the cap on to my, um, tea mug, but I haven't. And, um, spirit will gently say something like, um, um, don't put that there. Well, if I did put it there, it would spill all over the place. And my the ego's like, well, why not put it there? But I'm, I'm learning, just follow spirit. Spirit's got a reason. Then when I start to pick it up, I realize, oh, the cap's not on it. So, oh, that's good. I can put the cap on it, and it'll be fine. And it's about that compassionate, empathetic listening to the spirit. Remember, spirit is speaking to and through all of us. So when we're listening to anyone, if we're not listening with the heart, we're not really listening. So then what are we doing? What's the point of trying to have a conversation if nobody's really listening to anybody? Because every experience can be a healing experience. Why have an ordinary nothing experience that just keeps repeating the past when you can have a healing experience? Be willing to have that beautiful listening experience guided by the Holy Spirit. So, to be able to say to someone, okay, this is what I, I, um, I want to make sure I, I'm hearing you correctly. Sounds like you're saying this, this, and this, and this is what you're feeling, this is what's going on for you. Am I understanding you correctly? And to, to be able to say, okay, I get that in, for you, this this candidate represents this and this and this, and that's really important to you. And I, I get that. I get why that's important to you. I get why you like them because of that. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And is your the path that you're on and the choices that you're making regarding talking about this election and thinking about this election, helping you to feel more peaceful and more harmonious. Is that a goal you have? You could talk about it like that. You could say, so what is it that I can do to support you in um, achieving your goals and your values regardless of who's elected president? What's, what's the vision that you have for our country? What's most important to you? And see, looking for where you can agree. 
versus the ego way, which is to look where, where you disagree and where somebody is wrong and somebody is bad. It's so easy to look at the candidates and say, you know, this one's a liar and that one's a liar because they're both proven that they're liars. The two main, the Democrat and the Republican, they've both, they're all on record as lying and being deceitful. So, looking at being able to have a conversation instead of calling this one a liar and that one a liar okay so they're both liars now what do we do now what do we do how do we actually be a loving presence holding the highest and best for everyone blessing both candidates because either one could be the next president of the united states blessing all involved You know, and here's the thing about blessing and praying for someone. If we pray, if we pray, if those of us who really would like to be truly helpful, if we prayed for all the terrorists in the world, all the wannabe terrorists, all the potential terrorists, all of them every day and bless them, there would be a lot less terrorism because the blessings are not going to further their cause of destruction and fear. Blessings will further the cause of love because that's the only thing a blessing can be. The ego thinks that blessings are money and resources and stuff of this world, but blessings are when we can see and know and feel and hear more clearly the voice of love. So let's bless everyone all the time and be a blessing. That's compassionate action, taking spiritual action and being that loving presence. I'd like to share a conversation I had with my father many years ago where he was angry with me because I had been distant the night before when we had dinner guests And he came to me and he was angry about it. Why weren't you more outgoing? I expected you to be the hostess with the mostess. And you weren't that at all. And you really let me down. And I'm very disappointed. He came at me like that. And so I just said, you know, Dad, I get it. I really get it that that's what you wanted me to be in that moment. And I get that I let you down. And I'm sorry for that. And if you ever see something like that again, where you think... I'm not behaving the way you'd like me to behave or the way I normally behave or what you anticipated. Come to me. Take me aside and just say, Honey, are you okay? You seem distant. You seem annoyed or whatever it might be in that moment. And just say, Are you okay? Do you need any extra support? How can I support you? It's like I was talking about a parent. One child is... uh, in the car and then another, they pick up the other child the older child gets in and says something derogatory about the younger child and the the parent wants to attack the older child and say hey you know i don't appreciate that you're bad you're wrong for making that derogatory remark but what if instead the parent says oh honey you just got in the car did did something happen at school that you're you're not feeling very loving right now do you need some extra loving shall we should we pull over and have a little conversation what's going on what's bothering you because when people are attacking something's bothering them and we can be compassionate with them we can have loving understanding for them but we must take that pause and join with the holy spirit if we're feeling annoyed irritated intimidated we take that pause we take that pause i'm talking to myself here i know i'm talking to myself today <laughs> I love life. It's true. I love life. And I've got a a few things to share with you. Living a Course in Miracles, the new classes, you can register today. We start next Tuesday, the 18th. So please um, check that out and register and share it with your friends. If you see it at Facebook, won't you like it and share it? That just helps spread the news of these free classes. And 
Uh, also, we've got the Forgiven Be Free retreat in North Carolina this weekend. And then next month, November in Thailand, Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive. You know what? That whole training is so much about being a great listener. And I love that we've had parents and grandparents, uh, all kinds of people who have no interest even in doing any kind of counseling come and take the spiritual counseling training intensive in order to be able to have deeper, more beautiful relationships and clearer communication. So you, you can consider that and come to Thailand and have a great uh, vacation retreat as well. And then also the self-love and extreme pampering retreat in Thailand in November as well. So two great events in November. <sighs> Remember too that this is listener supported radio and it's your donations that support the radio show and uh, we are hot and heavy transcribing the radio shows and we've got more and more and we're going to be putting them up soon i know i've been saying that for a while but we're really figuring out the best way to do it and uh, it'll be up soon and your contributions are making that possible so i thank you I thank you. Your your contributions also make the Living of Course of Miracles classes free. The transcripts are free. The downloads are free. The whole thing is free. And we've got some new things in store for you. Just wait and see. So I invite you to take your hand and place it on your heart. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude. So grateful, so thankful that the higher Holy Spirit self is our buddy and goes with us everywhere. That we are already pure, perfect, whole, and complete. We're grateful and thankful to remember and know that this is so and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be. We know it's done, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Have a great week, everybody. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dorothy Day, a co-founder of the Catholic Worker Movement in America, called for not a revolution of arms, but a revolution of the heart. Since the beginning of our nation, the American Revolutionary War, and long before that actually, there has not been a time without conflict somewhere in the world. Makes you stop and think, doesn't it? Certainly we live in challenging times. Each day brings seemingly limitless opportunities to take offense. And each opportunity offers me a choice. I can give a knee-jerk response in fear or anger, or I can choose consciously to respond in love. My choice may seem insignificant. After all, I'm only one person, 
But as history has taught us, one person can make a difference. Peace can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 